I'm Jen and welcome to the Sharing Secrets podcast. This is where I invite you all on my journey to discover all the tips and tricks or should I say secrets to a happy healthy life. I started this journey a few years ago when I had a back injury. It put me in a bad place mentally as well as physically but I feel that these are the best times to learn about ourselves. I had to take time away from running my new business which was a massive challenge but in that time I really learned a lot and I now want to share that with all of you. I want to create a space where anything goes and we can all learn from each other's secrets. So each week I will invite a new guest on to share their secrets and ask them the questions to what makes them successful and happy in this amazing life. I will also share a secret myself each week that I believe has helped me along with new recipes, book recommendations and much more. I believe that we all have our ups and downs. We're human right? But it's all about having the knowledge and being surrounded with the people who can help us get back on track. So let's get on to the show. Who's our first guest? Hey and welcome back to episode five. I can't believe we're five episodes deep. You guys have been amazing support, so thank you so much. It's really growing and I have you all to thank. It's really helping to keep me inspired, so thank you. Now, how about some tarot reading today or modern meditation or how about a big bowl of macaroni cheese? I have a great episode lined up for you today. She is a girl boss, fashion guru, independent Aquarian, trendy mama and my business partner, Joanna or some of you might know her as J-Mac. Jay and I have had a hair salon for nearly five years now, and I'd say we've taught each other a lot. We are the definition of yin and yang. She is super laid back, chilled, and can be the quiet one, but she is bursting with ideas, inspiration, and passion. Jay has recently became a mum to beautiful little Jude. He is now six months old, and this has been a massive change for her, as you can imagine. Not only trying to juggle running a business and being a new mum, she was now prepared to get back in to see her clients and, you know, start to get a bit more of a balance between motherhood and businesswomen. And then coronavirus hit, and she is now being in lockdown, the same as all of us, but learning to become a new mum in isolation. She lives with her husband Ed, but not being able to meet and interact with any other new mums or friends has definitely had its challenges. However, Jay has kept with her positive spirit and learns to adapt. So let's find out how. Hey Jay. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm so excited to be on your podcast. It's funny having a little bit nervous. I'm most nervous to do you as well. So for everyone listening, I don't know what time of the day you'll listen, but for us, it's Saturday night. So we have ching ching, cheers. Ching ching, iced rosé. An iced rosé and I have got an iced white wine. Um, This is how Jay and I do business meetings and get the most creative. So I thought Saturday night was the best time to do it together. Do you agree? Responsible drinking, guys. I know, yeah. We're not it's all about balance, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I said Saturday night. So one night. Yeah. <laughs> so I had loads to say about you in your introduction. And I know that when I ask a guest to be an interviewee, I send over, can you just give me a little bit about yourself and give me a hint of your three secrets just so I can be prepared and, and organised and, and also make you realise why I've asked you. 
but you really struggled with it, didn't you? Yeah, majorly struggled. I was so close to actually being like, Jen, I'm not the right fit for this podcast. Uh, what do you mean so close? Uh, you did say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think because, for one, I've done yoga a handful of times and I've always got good intentions to yoga, but then I never do it. And I'm not really a big fan of matcha, but I don't like tea, so I'm more of a cappuccino in the morning kind of gal. You like coffee all day, gal. But (laughs) that's what I was trying to say to you and, and what I want everyone to know is what works for one person doesn't always work for everyone. And I want to interview as many different people that I find inspiring and that I'm with, you know, I'm with you nearly every day. Well, not in lockdown, you're getting a break from me. But, like, we still speak every day and we, like, inspire each other and push each other on. And we're just, we've just got each other, really. So, couldn't have not had you on the show, really. Well, that's it. I had a wee talk with myself and I was like, right, come on, you can do this. Power of the mind. Yeah, it totally is the power of the mind. I was like, right, sit down, let's do this. And to be honest... Not everyone's like super healthy and does yoga and there's probably a lot of people like me. But you are and I think I say to you all the time, you're the queen of imposter syndrome and you don't realise your like strengths. Another reason I want you to do this was for my own benefit, but for your benefit as well, because I always find it's nice when you get a boost. Because you're quite an inward thinker and an introvert, once you get you like out of that, you really blossom and your ideas just go wild. Totally. No, I think that was another thing for me is doing this is almost letting people in and I'm very much a closed book. Yeah, and a lot are. of things people wouldn't know about me. So, yeah, you're definitely going to get my secrets today. <laughs> well, I do want to get into your secrets. But another thing I feel like is massively inspiring that I am at an age where there's loads of people around me having babies. And I struggle to remember that, you know, you're not just free to do whatever. Having someone is like you who's so close and we do everything together. So that's been like a challenge for me being like, OK, can you meet me at the salon this time? Or can we go to this meeting? Or can we do this that and the next thing like always but you're not able to just do those things at a drop of a hat like you're used to so I've had to adapt to it how have you adapted to it and how there's some people that won't have have businesses as well as a baby which is amazing that you've done that how have you found being a new mum and Jude's only six months old and you're now at this point we've been in lockdown for nearly two months it's just been you Jude and Ed so yeah you've like had loads of challenges but you've had a couple of down days but on a whole I would say you really kind of pick yourself up so I wanted you to share your secrets on that before we go into your actual secrets. I'm just going to steal a little couple extra secrets from you. Being a new mum, for me, as a lot of people will know, I'm, I take everything in my stride and I'm a little bit too laid back. <laughs> but yeah, it's totally different. It's what I would say is a newborn stage for me personally was the best stage because I was like, oh, this is so super chill. He's sleeping all the mm-hmm. time. But the last, I think when he turned like three months, I was like, oh, wow, okay. This Just is like before lockdown then. Yeah. <laughs> when the teeth start coming mm-hmm. and he's yeah, just a little bit more aware. Difficult because at that point, for the first couple of weeks, you're obviously and you're like you're a little bit crazy because you're like I've just had a baby. But then it's really nice because you're just getting to learn who he is. And then I would say your probably your confidence isn't that high, but mm-hmm. you start to get that little bit more confident. You know, right? We're going out, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh god, what if you go out and like he does like an happy and you need to change it and what do you do and mm-hmm. what if he starts crying you've got all these yeah. things in the back of your head 
just as lockdown happened, I was getting more confident and being like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I can do this, can do that, I can mm-hmm. like go meet my friends at the coffee shop or I'll go around to my friends and we can do that. And then it was like, oh, I can't do it now. So mm-hmm. I've had the first three months. I was going out and that, meeting up with people, but not as much as I probably thought I would be doing and mm-hmm. obviously going back to work and... Yeah, it's all just been a bit like, oh, right, okay, we're back at like the newborn stage where we're just sitting in the house and not actually leaving. And that's what I keep on saying to people. They're like, oh, how's lockdown been? I'm like, oh, it's just kind of like how it was at the start. Of yeah, you've not been able to enjoy the whole three to six months and feeling a bit it's more like, confident. It's going out and meeting your friends. I've got other like kids and seeing how Jude would interact with them and mm-hmm. just he's had no interaction with any other babies, mm. no interaction with any other humans. And I yeah. kind of feel a little bit bad in that sense because he'll be like watching the news and he's just smiling at the news lady, <laughs> like thinking that. <laughs> Wait, remember there was one morning you sent me a picture and he was smiling at the Pampers baby on the oh, packet no, of nappies. He's just he's such a happy baby. He's going to be a total people pleaser. He just smiles at everything. Oh. <laughs> How do you feel about eight weeks? I assume we will be having to to get back to a wee bit of reality. Do you feel quite nervous? No, I feel I feel really confident as a new mum. I do feel really confident because I think before I had Jude I was nervous because you know me I'm like when a baby comes to the salon I'm like all right okay that's nice and walk away I'm not overly that fussed about babies Mm -hmm. so I was a bit like oh am I going to be able to connect with him like what's it going to be like and I've actually like totally surprised myself at how much I've just felt like it came so naturally and he's like my little sidekick now so I feel totally confident and changing explosive nappy in public or if you scream and I'm like okay it's fine actually there's this like song that shuts him up straight away <laughs> as soon as he starts crying I can play this song and he loves it oh you it. play it you don't sing so, it I sing to it myself a little song that's why this is a little secret and I did from from when he was born I started singing a song it's only a couple of lines that I sing and I've done that like every single day so then now when I sing it he almost like associates it with me so yeah. it kind of calms him down you say he likes that routine and he, it's like a familiar like a nice feeling isn't it when you, yeah it's like, like as soon as you sing it he's just like oh okay that's like it's your voice just so calming you down Jude must be the only one that hears you sing though <laughs> I know, I think I'm actually getting better. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you could do a little sing-song after a few more wines. I'm not going to sing. I sing the song, like, I don't even know what it's called, but it's the Baby Don't Worry about a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then I change it to, like, Don't Worry, you're going to get your milk. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, I'm going to change your nappy, don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, what? We'll get there. Just adapt it to anything. Oh, that's nice. I wonder if that might be the sleep deprivation that you just end up. I think what I see is before, like my closest people were having babies, you would see new mums. It's like, yeah, everything's good, everything's great. My baby sleeps all night, and you know, I think people just think that they have to put this front on. Whereas you've been like, no, this is hard and been quite difficult. See, on your hard days, how do you get yourself out of it, and how do you keep calm, and how do you not like stress out? and then like put that onto him? I think one thing is, because I am quite a calm person anyway, when I feel myself getting stressed out, you can almost see in him, he gets like a little bit Mm -hmm. more stressed. So then it's like, he's like feeding off your emotions. So you need to almost have a range out, like come on, get him in the buggy and go out. Yeah. (laughs) 
it might be like nine o'clock in the morning it might be two in the afternoon whatever just get him in the buggy and i'll put a podcast on and i'll just walk and walk and walk (laughs) and i'll probably go out for about three hours or something and it's like going down to the beach as well especially because it has been locked down it's been so nice because you'll go down to the beach and there's like a handful of people there yeah and you're literally just like watching the waves coming in fresh air and it's just so nice and he gets a really good sleep and you come back and you're just you feel a little bit more positive because I am forever listening to podcasts anyway so it's I'm forever listening to hair podcasts so I'm always thinking about what we can be doing with the business or just creative things so it's you come back feeling a little bit more positive and thinking all right we could do this or do that what I'm taking from that is because I think like we all are quite bad at obsessing over something whereas I think if you were a new mum all you have right now really obviously we know there's business issues that we need to deal with and how are we going to open our business again and all that kind of thing but you are not just making your whole life about Jude which and I mean that in a nice way I'm not meaning that in a bad way and I'm not like I am no one to question anybody's parenting skills at all but what I'm taking from that is okay Jude's stressed I'm getting stressed so let's go out and you've actually changed your focus onto something else which is going to calm you down whereas I think a lot of people would be like just maybe not listen to a podcast and maybe just keep stressing about the same thing over and over again or listening to maybe like or talking to people with the same issues and it's just kind of feeding that thing so it's like you've changed your mindset to be something else to help get over the stress of what you're going through yeah we all have down days so it's you know it's like if you wake up and you're just feeling like no like oh i can't be bothered with anything and it's like if you carry on your day like that you have such a rubbish day you just feel horrible i do sometimes think a lot of us are and then we'll phone a friend they're maybe having a similar situation so then you kind of maybe like breed off each other because i know we can do that on business situations and actually this is maybe this is making me realize that's what we need to do just stop talking about that thing and talk about something else and then it, it makes it's, it not feel so it bad is, it's really like is it that bad no it's not like what can I do to make it better yeah it's like okay right stop thinking about it let's like look at the positives and it's yeah. it is trying to see the positive and the negative and then yeah. as soon as you do that you like instantly feel right we can do this yeah got that strength and I think like I said in your introduction we're yin and yang and I think we're very good at being able to encourage the other person. So I, th- I always just think everybody needs people like that in their life. You need that kind of people you can speak to when you're down. I mean, you know, I'm always coming to you and I'm like, oh, I'm stressed about this or you'll say I'm stressed about that. But it kind of, the other person just steps up for the other person and you have to got to just kind of get yourself it's out of it. It's almost just like having that clarity of like, okay. Because when it's in your head and you can't get it out of your head. It's such a little thing. And then when you speak about it, it's like, oh, much better. <laughs> but I think you were somebody when I first knew you and I've known you for nearly 11 years now, that you weren't good at, well, you still aren't, you know, you're not good at getting your emotions out. You're very, keep it into yourself. But I think recently, and I think with you being pregnant, it's helped a lot because you've been definitely a bit more emotional and spending so much time <laughs> with me has made you more emotional. <laughs> but you're better at speaking about things and I think you see the difference it's made in speaking about things. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It makes such a difference just speaking about it because it's like you're almost like keep all of that in and it's like a big secret in your head and then as soon as you you say it out loud you're like oh Mm. yeah it's not that bad. I wanted to just kind of touch on a few other points because you know I'm speaking about us having a business for us our first baby is our salon our hair salon isn't it so I want to share with people the inspiration I get from you and this started well since I've known you we have like always spoken about oh we can have a salon one day and we can do this and we can do that and we're we're very much 
can do people we get that a lot don't we and the salon is our first baby so I feel quite protective because I'm like you know your other partner that's got your first child You're my wife. You're my work wife. Yeah. I wondered if you could... There's some people out there that I think... I think this lockdown period has probably given people a bit more of a time to think about what they want in life. I hope there's maybe people feeling a bit more inspired to do something for themselves. Like, there's challenges along the way. There's been massive challenges in the last five years that we've had the salon. So what do you love about having the salon? And have you got any tips or anything that you can give to inspire people that are maybe thinking of doing something? Than themselves. The last couple of days after you asked me to do this podcast and tell you your secrets, I've actually thought a lot about it and it's been five years in September that we've had it and I just feel like you can kind of lose sight of to why you've done it, mm-hmm. like why have you opened it up and you can kind of almost like lose that passion along the way mm-hmm. because you're just working, working, working and it's like you're on that hamster wheel and you're going and going and going Mm -hmm. and what I would say is you came to me what five years ago saying that you're going to open up a salon and then I was like yeah I'll come work for you and then it turned into yeah do you want to actually like do it with me and I was like yeah why not Laid yeah, back. Kind of how, I, how, how I roll, basically. Yeah. And can I just say, that's how this yeah. started with the wine as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we wine. get creative with wines. That year, I was, what, 29th? So, my 29th year. And I was renting a flat. So, I was sharing a flat with this guy that I didn't particularly like. Mm. I was working in a hair salon that was great to work in, but I wasn't overly happy. And I was just. Just feeling a bit like, where the hell am I going with my life? All my friends are married, all my friends are having babies. I'm about to turn 30 and what have I achieved kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, my best friend Lisa lives in Singapore and Heather, my other best friend, was mm-hmm. living in Malaysia at the time. So I met them, uh, Heather, in Bali and Lisa surprised and she came along to Bali too. And you know that film, is it Eat, Pray, Love? Oh, you know, it's like, I love it. <laughs> It's on it I um, honestly travel. think Bali has like this magical power because I was just feeling like totally lost mm-hmm. and had no idea what I was doing. I mean, it was depressing. It was living in a little shoebox. And mm. when you see all your friends having, well, just like this perfect life and you're just like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And when I went to Bali, had a great time. Also, I had a great time in Singapore with Lisa as well. And it's just almost like I came back with a different mindset and I was just mm-hmm. like, just, yeah, let's just go with the flow and not worry about having a plan. Because mm-hmm. I think you can get so like wrapped up in thinking mm-hmm. that you've got to have certain milestones in your life. You need mm-hmm. to have like this perfect house, perfect car, have a family mm-hmm. by this age, be married, just tick the box. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, why do you need to do that? Like, why, yeah. why do you need to have a house? Why do you need to have a family why do you need to get married blah blah blah. even though I am married and yeah but because you didn't like focus on it being a a challenge I I need to do it I was so focused on I need to have like this is what I need to have and then when I realized it's just like you know what I don't need to be like Mm. you were almost focusing on what you don't have it's almost like realizing that you're happy by yourself Mm, and you're not really needing to have you're not needing to have a boyfriend or you're not needing to have that perfect life because you know what not everybody goes along that way Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. 
I came back from Bali just having a total different perspective on just not being too focused worrying about these things. Mm-hmm. Everything <laughs> fell into place basically, which is so bizarre. Once you start worrying about like being stressed about like what you don't have, yeah, you can put that to the universe about mm-hmm. what you don't have and like it's constant. And then when you for, like open yourself up, I just feel like you open yourself up to all these opportunities that you were blocking before mm-hmm. and when you said you want to open up a salon I was like yeah I think I want to go to Australia in October but I'll like I'll work I'll work for you till then and then yeah I'll go to Australia and then mm-hmm. you were like oh well do you actually want to do it with me I was like yeah why not let's just do it and yeah it's just everything just rolled into one and then I was on tinder so I met I met my husband Ed on tinder what's quite funny is that I always thought I was going to marry an Englishman and Ed's from London and he's basically my perfect man as well like tall dark handsome and English and yeah I met him on tinder and I remember being on tinder before and being like almost too like stressy about it like you think like you're going to swipe and like someone and that's going to be your husband and then the second time I went on it I was like oh screw it let's just like go on dates or whatever and yeah Yeah, so every time that you stopped focusing on oh I need to get I need to do this and this is and this is like like, as soon as you relaxed about it all it all fell into place honestly everything just fell into place you just relaxing and not having too much of a plan and i know that some people are like you're super organized and you like to know when things are happening and this this that and for me i just feel once I relaxed and I was just open to whatever came my way, I was just like, yeah, let's do it, whatever, let's go on a date, let's do that. And I'm like, oh, I really like you. And remember, we got the keys to the salon and it was like my second date, I took mm-hmm. Ed along. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what the hell? And I'm like, I kind of, yeah, I think he's the one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Get the keys to our, our salon and I was like, who's this? <laughs> well, I knew who he was because you didn't stop Crazy. talking about him. <laughs> but yeah, just... Be open to opportunities. And I mean, if you've been thinking about, especially during lockdown, I mean, this has been like great time for people that have, you've been working somewhere and you absolutely hate it or you've had this business idea. It's just like, just do it. If you're passionate about something, you need to like really put yourself out there and believe in yourself mm-hmm. and just trust that like if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But mm-hmm. if it does work out, like think about all the possibilities that you've like you can achieve and I think we've just got to look at what we've achieved in the last five years and mm-hmm. I would say that we've both got the same outlook in life and how we like think and the goals that we set we like we just believe that we can do it and yeah. I just think the universe works its magic without yeah. sounding like a bit of a hippie <laughs> I love it though you know we've achieved so much and when times are hard and you know especially even well, this is even just a good thing to let people remember just any time in life and it doesn't matter what you're doing you know if you've become a mum and it's quite difficult or you're you know taking on any new challenge what do you recommend that people do I, I think when you find yourself in your like you're really like almost like got a cloud over yourself and you feeling a bit lost I guess or you're feeling a bit anxious like I wouldn't say I'm an anxious person but sometimes especially having a business having a team of well how many like it's just like it can get uh, there's a lot of pressure and it's Mm. for me I had to find some way of calming my mind and I ended up actually it was before I had the salon I ended up buying a set of a beautiful set of Salvador Dali tarot cards they're Mm. like coffee table tarot cards is that originally and, um, why you'd got them for the the like yeah, look of them? Yeah, yeah, like so it looks nice. Um, I was down in London, with my friend, and we went to 
where was it? The Bluebird Cafe in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And there was a, there used to be a really beautiful shop there, just like a concept store with books and all that. And I've always feel like I've always wanted to do tarot cards and they were there. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like chic tarot cards, you know, like not really like need to do them kind of thing. Yeah, so I, I think bought, sometimes um, it can just feel so like, like you're a, a bit witchy. Bit, and yeah, and you're a bit nervous to be like, well, that I like it, but it's not, I don't want to be like. Yeah, I'm like, because it's like, oh, you don't want to be messing with the devil's work or whatever, which... <laughs> You know, that's, I've got my mum and dad are from the islands, so they're very, like, religious. So I've always got that in my back of the head. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, messing with the devil's work. But I don't believe it in that way. I feel that everyone's got a guardian angel in the mm-hmm. sense that guides them through life. And I feel like when you work with your tarot cards, that almost guides you as well in a situation where you might feel a little bit clouded or a little bit anxious. Mm-hmm. I get my tarot cards out and even though I have no idea what I'm doing with them. I just pick three cards. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll pick more, depending on how I'm feeling. I'm like, mm-hmm. keep on picking till I get a good card. <laughs> 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 but I pick three cards and I feel that it almost like just calms my mind because it'll just mm-hmm. explain a situation. Like some people would just be like, it's mumbo jumbo. But to me, it it just makes sense. And I'll mm-hmm. read like the tarot card comes in the book and it'll explain what it means. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like totally like relates to what I'm feeling. And then if something crappy is happening, I can like do my tarot cards and then it'll almost change my mindset and to be a little bit more positive, be like, okay, this is going to happen or it's maybe not going to happen. But you kind of know, like your intuition tells you like when, you know, when something's mm-hmm. gone down, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like your intuition is like kicking in and it's like, right, so I can like crumble or I can like just change my mindset and be like, right, we're going to kill this. We're going to like deal with it. Yeah. It's not going to be an issue. And I, yeah, I just feel that not that we've had like bad experience with our business or that, but I just feel that any knock that we've had, it's been like a kind of a lesson and we've yeah. learned from it and mm-hmm. it's made us stronger. And it's like, okay, we're like, it's just making us better along the way. Yeah. For sure. And there's definitely been times that we were both beat up about, you know, we feel like we're done in because it's so so hard. It's so like, yeah, it can be soul destroying and you forget why you're doing it. You you almost like lose your passion and it's like you need to like relight that and be like, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. And this is why we're doing it. And it's good that we've got each other because it means that we can like big each other up and help each other. But you're good at coming in, so there's been times when we're like, yeah, there's something going on and this is stressful and there's a, like, there's an atmosphere that we can feel that there's something about to happen and you've read your cards and you've came in that morning and you're like, right, we're fine. I think this is what's going to happen. This is what the card says. <laughs> this is happening, let's just deal with it. Right, okay. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, like having your A game. You're like, it's not going to like bring me down. Like Even if it is like a really crappy situation, it's like... You know what, that's just life and you just need to get on with it. And you're good. That is really good. You're much better at that than me. And it's good to have you to remind me that because I can get really caught up in focusing on something that is a big deal and it is something that's upset us both. And I can be very hard. I can be very bad at holding on to it. Whereas you're very like, 
but I've read my cards. It's, it's told me what we're doing, and it's changed your mindset. It's kind of like what we're saying about with you with Jude when he's upset, and you go to the beach. It's almost like you use your tarot card to like change your mind, and it's like yeah, it's, right, it's, I've got it's a different totally mindset. Totally, it just changes your mindset. I actually did them today because it's been a while. It's been a couple of months since I've done them. I don't do them all the time, but like I say, it just you want a little when bit of clarity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, yeah, this is totally like yeah, we've got this. Because it is difficult. Like we've got a business. We've not been open for about ten weeks. Yeah. The changes that we're going to have to make. It's like, how is this going to work? There's so many like questions, but it's, we've just got to believe that we can we can do it. And it's yeah, we got this. Yeah, and it leads quite nicely onto your second secret because it's kind of a similar got a tool that helps you. And I want to know, do you get a little bit more clarity from this? How does it help you, your second secret? My second secret is that I've got a good little collection of crystals. And (laughs) it was actually Autumn that works for us. She is very much into her uh, spiritual world and all of that. And there used to be a crystal shop uh, beside Salon. And I went in with her one day because I was always too scared to go in. I don't know if anyone feels like that with like... Yeah, I think it's scary to do anything that's not what we've been taught by our parents. And sometimes that's not what they're into. So you're a little bit scared and your friends maybe don't do it. So it's a little bit nerve-wracking, isn't it? you feel a bit like oh I don't really it's almost like you don't know anything about it so you don't want to go in and feel like stupid that mm. you don't know what you're looking at or what yeah what to ask for but I went in with Autumn because she was, she was always into the crystal shop so she like held my hand and um, I bought my first crystal which was an amethyst and I don't know if you've like you've got, you've got crystals haven't you yeah, yeah. I have a similar thing you know you and Autumn had them so I was like oh I want them they look pretty <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know too much. I've got a book about crystals, but I'm like, I'm not like overly knowledgeable about the powers or whatever. But the amethyst was the first one that I was drawn to and I held, and I really felt like a good energy from it. And mm-hmm. then I just kind of got like the crystal buzz from that. But the lady that owned the shop, she did Reiki and you're lying down, and then they like go and get a collection of crystals and lay them. I think she'd lay them underneath me. And so then, of course, after after the Reiki session, I brought all the crystals. It's probably a really good way of making money. (laughs) (laughs) But do you find um, they're kind of like a tool, like your tarot card, that changes your mind? Yeah, it's kind of like, it's almost like a comfort blanket when I've got them. I think because I've bought them when I've had the Reiki sessions. And after Reiki, it's not a, a massage or whatever. It's just like, she's just like going over your body. And I've just never felt so relaxed. And I guess it is like a way of it's almost like a meditation you know Mm -hmm. it's just you are still in there just like going over your body or whatever and yeah I find it more relaxed than a massage if I'm being honest because I think Mm -hmm. with a massage I'm just a little bit too like oh tense on the suction of my body the crystals I don't know it's it's because someone is I don't know if it's a placebo effect that someone's saying Mm -hmm. oh man it's going to do this and I'm like okay when I was pregnant I bought the moonstone uh, like bead bracelet because that was apparently good for being pregnant and Mm -hmm. it'd be good for breastfeeding and all the rest of it mm-hmm. even though I had an absolutely hellish 
labour, but I don't actually, I don't think my beads were on, so maybe that's why. No, that's it. Go back and do it again with the beads on. Again, just even the thought that you had them before going into labour and feel a little bit more, okay, that's fine, I've got this, so I'm more prepared. It's mind over matter. It is weird. It's like you've got, like, you know, oh, the stone does this, or like I've got like my tiger eye for confidence because I am like very much like a really shy person, even though I guess I speak to like so many people throughout the day, I'm like so shy and quiet. So it's like my tiger eye to like give me a little bit more balls. Have you got it on right now? No, it's just broke it. Oh, <laughs> he's been pinging it. Certainly when they break, you don't need them anymore. Yeah, well, that's what Autumn had told me when I lost mine. Well, that's it. It's done. It's it's done what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. So it's giving you your voice. It's giving you your confidence, and here you are on your podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you kind of mentioned meditation, and in the introduction, I said that we would speak about modern meditation, and I think this is something you've made up. I don't. This is my kind of meditation. <laughs> it was. I was speaking to a client not that long ago. No, I think it was after we had the Women Inspire okay. night, and mm-hmm. you were speaking about what you're doing, and, and I was a bit like, "Yeah, what do I do?" Like, so I think we were speaking about what do you do to chill out. Mm-hmm. I love watching reality TV show and just totally zoning out like the Kardashians like what have I been watching recently Selling Sunset on Netflix oh my god it's like it's amazing it's by the guy that does The Hills and it's basically a real estate firm in Beverly Hills and they're going around these amazing mansions and you see how much they cost and they're selling them but then there's all the gossip and drama as well it's so good what channels is that? Netflix it's like just absolutely trash but you can watch it and not think of anything else (laughs) that's right though it's just almost like having something on to look at you're not just switching off Mm -hmm. once you wrote back to me with all the your secrets and you'd said about being modern meditation it gave me a different feeling of watching the tv and not feeling so guilty for watching just watching tv because i was like well this is this is what jade has to chill out so so i'm gonna do No, it's so good. And I think if you get into a really good TV don't get me wrong, you can waste hours of your life. But if you get a good TV series, like I've just finished watching uh, Lit- Little Fires Everywhere on Amazon Prime. Oh my God, it's good. And it's like, that's eight episodes, probably eight hours of my life, and then we get back. But just total yeah, chill out. Too. Especially when you're sleeping, you're getting that relaxation time. And, yeah, I think yeah. that's another good tip for, for mums. I think they, from what I know from speaking to clients, you feel, and I, I worry about me being guilty of this, so this is good having you who has introduced me to modern meditation. Oh, my baby's sleeping, so I better go and clean my windows and do the washing and get all this, that, and the next thing done. Whereas you're quite good at being like, well, I'm going to chill at the same time yeah no I think 100% you've got to look after yourself and your baby's not going to give two hoots if your kitchen's tidy or yeah. your living room's tidy or whatever don't get me wrong it stresses me out if I'm sitting in my living room it's the mess I need to tidy it up but it's like you need to look after yourself and if your dishes are needing done they'll get done yeah. just do you have any tips for new mums because I, I find a lot of people say oh I don't I just don't have time for that or how do you find the time to do things like that like do you ask Ed to help or well I guess you can that's something you can do with Jude I guess isn't it Jude will probably he wakes us up about seven or eight depends sometimes he likes to have a lion and I like sleep until nine sometimes I'm like oh this is nice (laughs) (laughs) but it's normally he has his afternoon nap and I'll feel like right okay I know he'll be like sleeping for 40 minutes if that and then I'll be like I quickly tidy up yeah. But it's normally at the weekend we'll do like a 
like a deep clean and so you kind of do it so it's a bit more teamwork as well oh total teamwork it's like an absolute legend in that sense i was like super lucky with my husband he's so hands-on and he's like seen it when i've been a bit like almost about to like burst out crying because i've not had any time to myself he'll be like right i'll go take him to the park and i'm like thank you yeah so you can feel you because you said that at the start there it's so important to not like lose yourself and be still look after you because if you're not healthy and you're not good and you're not doing the things that you want to do yeah obviously you need to have compromise and you can't maybe do everything that you've always done but like you still need to find you and the things you, you need, enjoy yeah, or you're not going to be if you're not feeling good it's gonna like it's gonna radiate to everyone else it's like you need to make sure that you're feeling good and it's Simple had put makeup on and that was one thing mm. before Jude was born I'd bought new makeup and not that I've been wearing a lot of makeup recently <laughs> but I always make sure I put my fake tan on yeah. fake tan on your face is just like game changer yeah do you know what's the best so, fake tan for your face that Isle of Paradise Isle like of Paradise drops. spray just spray oh, it on oh right I don't use a spray at night oh, oh honestly I like do my moisturiser in that at night and I'll just do a couple of spritz and when I wake up in the morning I've just got a glow and it's like you don't have to wear makeup and you just feel so much better oh. but when you don't do it like today I'm looking a bit peely welly but you feel a bit ming and then yeah. as soon as you just, well for me anyway as long as I've got my bronzer I'm happy yeah but. totally I bet I, I've got the drops Isla Paradise drops and pop it in my moisturiser the worst thing is they'll forget to wash my hands and then it's like oh, my palms are orange so maybe especially the mist you, is good especially if you've got dry hands just now as well as well with your modern meditation by watching tv you also i mean everybody that knows you will know that you're an instagram obsessed so, so how obsessed, have you used <laughs> instagram i mean you're you wrote that down as your third secret is as part of your more your modern meditation was instagram and you've used it to help with probably you've used it it's helped you a lot in lockdown because you've managed to connect with other mums and mums that aren't necessarily here in Aberdeen they're like all over and they're all maybe had babies at the same time yeah well that's it I've got my best friend Lisa she's in Malaysia I've got Sarah that's down in um, Coventry and yeah there's mums that are in Aberdeen and it's just it's so good if you're a new mum and I know like I guess it depends on if you find Instagram can be like quite negative place i think you need to like change your page who you follow yeah to well, what, what you want to see i mean i don't follow i think I, my following is quite high just now like who i'm following i think i'm following about 700 people but for a while like way back i was following like about 3,000 people and i'm mm. like why have i got 3,000 people that i'm following and i literally like cut them uh, like you know me i'm quite brutal with yeah, people i just cut them straight away <laughs> <laughs> if i if it makes me feel like anxious or like if someone's if I see something it just doesn't make me feel good I'll just like delete them or mute them if they're like someone that I really can't delete so I'll mute them so they know but that. that's like that's yeah. why at the end of each episode I'm asking for Instagram follow suggestions so that we can be surrounded with more positive because Instagram yeah. I think should be a positive tool because it's images like it's it's we should be seeing like positive things but what works for one person doesn't work for another so yeah like you were definitely somebody I really wanted to get following from but you're so good at making sure you don't have those negative people whereas I'm like oh I feel bad I don't want them to know 
I mean, they don't know. No, and it's actually, just like, do they care? It doesn't matter. It's like, if You're it's so someone you went to school with, like, how many years ago, it's like, cut them. Mm. <laughs> if they don't bring joy to your page, well, that's you, shouldn't it. Be, you, sh- you shouldn't be following them. Yeah, because I'll, I'll come in yeah. and say, oh, I've seen, have you seen this? Have you seen what they're doing? Oh, no, I oh, know, I'm panicking. And you're like, well, I just don't follow them, so I don't see it. I'm not, you're not filling your mind with the things that you don't need to see. But you also yeah. use Instagram as a great marketing tool for the salon. So you use it to, you know, like that's our, our main kind of marketing tool really but you use it for your inspiration as well, don't you? Yeah, I love it. There's so many, because the Instagram's a free tool, there's so many um, digital marketing Instagrams out there and they've given up so many tips like just little tips every day if you follow their stories on what you could be doing to make your page better or come along there's like makeup artists or designers whatever and you see images that you're like oh that really like fits with our aesthetic and what who we are and what Mm -hmm. we want to promote and especially during lockdown it's been difficult because we obviously don't have any content of hair other than us two and we're not really that fast for doing all the videos and our hair doesn't look great And I think that's the thing with lockdown because it's like as soon as lockdown happened, there was like every single hairdresser was doing like a how-to video, and it's like, oh, this is cringe. Can't yeah. do this. Yeah, I don't want to keep doing but it. But then, yeah, but no, it's so good. I mean, that is part of my morning ritual. That I would say is when I wake up. I scroll for a good 20 minutes mm-hmm. just looking at it's almost like the newspaper looking at what mm-hmm. I can see saving images that I like and um, do you feel a bit more creating inspired? content for us do you feel like more inspired when you do that yeah definitely I mean um, one of my like favourite pages that I'm following just now is coconut bowls you would love it because it's like so much healthy foods but it's just what they do it's, it's quite inspiring the coconut like, bowls that you got me in back from Vietnam I love my coconut yeah. bowls that's actually all your three secrets Yay. And I'm feeling inspired to just like don't, relax don't and watch anyone. TV. <laughs> yeah, keep it a secret. <laughs> I feel more inspired to just be okay to just relax and almost just change my mindset on when I'm stressed. I mean, I already feel inspired from you anyway, but just like speaking to you in this way and it being, you know, more written down and seeing kind of what you do. It's good. It's making me feel inspired. And I think a lot of people will now, especially because we are still in lockdown, this will be aired when we're still in lockdown. And it's okay. You're telling us it's okay. And if Max says it's okay, then it's okay. That we can chill (laughs) out and watch good TV programmes. I've actually meant to say this I've been watching a programme called Hollywood Netflix oh yeah no I've been watching that too it's, it's so saucy good. the first episode the first episode I was like ooh what's this all about yeah I know I recommend it because again it's just something that's a bit more glam and it's a bit more fun and yeah I've quite enjoyed yeah. that and it's I've like also old got, school Hollywood yeah totally I've also found a new love for Grand Design it's my oh, favourite programme no Your House Made Perfect have you seen that no okay that's oh my god one. it's no. so that's fine, good it's my modern it's meditation <laughs> BBC Two, yeah, it's so good. They basically make someone's house amazing. Oh, uh, maybe you have told me about that interior designer actually. Yeah, obsessed with interiors. Now, you talking about it. your coconut bowls, what recipe are you going to share with us that you could put in your coconut bowl? So I'm extremely lucky because my husband does all the cooking. Yeah, and I'm he's a very good cook. He does you're a lot a good of like. Cook too. Yeah, I you know what I am a good cook, but you're you're a mean this. roast dinner and a Victoria but, sponge. You nail a Victoria uh, sponge every time. My Mary, my Mary Berry, never <laughs> fails Victoria sponge. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've got to go for uh, my mac and cheese was pretty epic. 
Yeah. So it's a bit naughty, but you And know. have you got your own recipe or have you got one that you follow? I've got my own recipe. I just kind of, I don't know if it's me being creative. I just like to chuck things in a pan and taste it and see how it goes. And what's and your secret ingredient to make your macaroni extra special? My, my secret ingredient is, it's quite funny because my dad absolutely hates garlic. <laughs> But he loves it. He loved the macaroni. So oh, do you put garlic, garlic in your macaroni? Yeah, I put garlic powder Ooh. in the macaroni mm. because it can be like. Don't get me wrong, I love macaroni and cheese, but sometimes it can just taste a little bit bland. But if you put a little bit of garlic powder in a chicken uh, stock cube, it just like boosts it up a bit. Oh, I could go some macaroni. I do love macaroni. Yeah. It's actually the best food. <laughs> Yeah, it's comfort food. <laughs> That's it, watching Netflix. Brilliant. Yeah. And your book that you would like to share, you've actually got two, which I liked. You've kind of got one for your more spiritual, vibey kind of yeah. thing. And you've got one to share for all the mums out there. So my more spiritual, vibey one. Someone recommended this book when I was 19. And it's probably, yeah, it's probably guided me through my life and yeah, not to worry too much and trust in your your path and just believe that the universe is going to go to plan. I feel like you've got to follow your dreams and believe in your passion yeah. and don't let anything stand in your way. Yeah. And that book is The Alchemist. Yeah, I um, hadn't heard of this. I'm intrigued. It's just a little book. Yeah. So it's just little. Good. So, and the writing's not small, so you imagine no time down it's one of these books that there's so many little like meanings in it mm-hmm. so it's a story so it's a story but there's lots of like, like hidden lots, messages you know, there's lots of messages in it so oh. it's basically um you know like an alchemist can turn lead into gold oh you heard that no so it's almost like you know that saying um you get lemons you make lemonade yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's almost like if you're handed something that's not so great yeah. turn it around right. like get the positive in it and oh. there's lots of there's like the boys like on a, a search for his treasure and there's lots of omens along the way and it's mm. all about trusting your heart you'll get there in the end oh. it's just following your dreams and you'll... I think I might download that on the Kindle tonight it's really good yeah um, I like it when it's, it's, it's a, a story as well it's a story it's not like a self-help book in that sense but yeah. um, no I like that yeah it, it's very much just believe in yourself really good book for just now and getting us all in the right mind frame for coming out of lockdown I think yeah definitely no it's a really good book just believe in yourself believe in your passion trust your heart everyone everyone's got everyone's mapped out so it's you just got to like push yourself to do it and don't be scared to fail Uh, I think everyone thinks when you look at successful people that Oh, that must be really easy. I mean, I know we um, forget that we have managed to be luckily so successful, but I think people think that it's really easy. So we've done, Jane and I have done quite a few presentations and talk training sessions and we've had people come up and, and ask us things. They think that it's just been as easy as opening the doors and it's all just work. Yeah, but... it's almost like, oh, what's your secret? And you're like, oh, no, there's been like... I mean, how many... Mistakes, yeah, but... so many mistakes. Like, so, so many that we're still actually trying to rectify there are not there's a lot of things that have made things not so good for us but on the outside it looks great because you don't mean it's not stuff that you want to share it's your your failures really but your failures we say this all the time all the hard things that have happened to me and you in that place and I mean it's amazing what's happened in five years but they've all definitely had a lesson behind each one 100 percent, 100 percent, and it's like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah and it's normally one of us will realise what the lesson is and tell the other one that's why 
that happened. So it's good that you can realise yeah. what, what it is. You've got to like look for for it, don't you? It's not 100%. obvious. It's not an obvious thing. Now, for your little mummy friends, what book have you got to recommend? So, I've recommended this to so many people, especially on my Instagram, Mum Chums. <laughs> like, it's funny, got loads of new friends I don't like, even oh, know. Do this and do that. Like, I'm like, oh God, I'm one of those. <laughs> but I bought this book. I think I must have, I must have bought when I was pregnant, um, just on Amazon, looking through baby books. And it's called Your Baby Skin to Skin. Mm-hmm. And it's Learn to Trust Your Baby's Instinct in the First Year. So, you know me, I'm very laid back and chilled. And I was wanting to be very much yeah in, in tune with my baby and yeah. just like trust yeah my instincts and this just goes way back to like cave women time like with your birth and I did hypnobirthing as well and even though I didn't have like um I didn't have a good labor as such I felt very confident in my choices through my labor and yeah. I don't feel scared at one point at any point in the labor and even afterwards I had a bit of a hellish time it was just try to be positive and trust your instinct with your babies same as breastfeeding that's one thing that totally freaked me out about having a baby but yeah. it's something that I've done and you're a natural yeah, you're just, like a pro I'm a total I'm a total natural, just get that tit out and (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was one thing that really, really, really freaked me out about having a baby and breastfeeding. I knew it was like the best thing for the baby, but I was like, oh, I really don't think I can do it. And when you have that baby and you have your skin to skin moment and it's the most natural thing in the world. Again, it's just like a little book, but it's... It's just got good little tips and it's good for your mind set of what's going to happen. And I feel like it was a good book to read beforehand. And also after I had him, I went back to it and was reading little bits. And I felt it was a really, really good book if you're pregnant or you've got an early baby. Definitely get it. It's only like Brilliant. £10. Pounds. Brilliant. That's good. I think there'll be a lot of mums looking for inspiration out there as well just now. Now, we've already kind of talked about why I ask for the Instagram follows and I knew I'd get quite a lot from you so everyone get your pen and paper ready while Jay fires a few at us oh <laughs> uh, there's so many well my latest one just now I don't know if I wrote this one down but wean in 15 because Jude's about to wean next week so wean in 15 wean in 15 <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant I love that oh it's so good and like Joe Wicks I'm honestly like Ed keeps on laughing at me because I'm like in love with Joe Wicks because mm. he is like the cutest with his two kids and especially when he's 15 he's got two kids yeah he's got um, Indy and Marley I think it's Marley's the second one and Marley must just be two weeks younger than Jude ah. so it's quite it's it's quite good but it's just so sweet seeing him with his kids and obviously mm. cooking yeah Jude's going to get food for the first time next week so it'll be six months and um, so that's definitely one for the mums but they probably do that. also Philippa Bloom she's one of my go-to mummy bloggers because she's not too mumsy she's more fashion and she's got beautiful designer clothes and a beautiful house and beautiful kids yeah. <laughs> so cool. that's like so an obvious one yeah what else do I like oh there's too many to mention so many hair pages as well and makeup you could, the list goes on well you've managed to get down to on. 700 so if anyone What's wants yeah, to yeah, find yeah, out exactly. who Jay's following just head over to what is your Instagram name these days it's actually Joanna Minette yeah so, I mean, so it's my uh, married name now 
we laugh about Jay. Jay has so many names. Started off as like my like birth name is Joanna, and then as I went to school it was Joe, and then when I went to Ashoka to start my hairdressing career, it got changed to Jay, and then it's Jay Mac and Jamin. Joanna Minette. No. Okay, so your Instagram's Joanna Minette. I will share that on the show notes so everyone can find you and then that means they can get inspiration from you over there and also you can see the linton and mac and keep inspired with what jay's trying to keep us all inspired with over on our social media too nice little plug there wasn't it (laughs) oh so good so good it's subtle i thought it was really subtle (laughs) (laughs) right how do you feel now you've shared all your secrets you've opened up you've had a wine sunshine on saturday night do you feel i think like you cannot totally build something up in your head to be like oh how how am i going to do this but actually those are my secrets that was like a big move for me to tell them well you've opened up and it's such a nice thing and it's so yeah total closed book and there's a lot of people out there that are exactly the same and not and it'd be boring if we were all exactly the same if we're all like me that wouldn't shut up and overshares her whole life so i love that you've opened up to me today jay I'm starting to slowly be able to like get at you to open up. You're going to be an emotional wreck if you have any more kids and spend any more time with me. <laughs> but thank you. I really enjoyed that you've been on it. I've enjoyed having a wine with you tonight. It feels like ages since we've had a wine together. And no, it's been so long. I do know your secrets and I know, like, I do know you really well. So I'm surprised at how much I actually got from it as well. So from me knowing your secrets, and feeling inspired from it and a lot of things I feel like everyone else will get much more from it as well even though you know I'm feeling like great I feel like it's really good I'm awake oh, my Kindle good. Out. it's good if it helps a couple of people just yeah exactly. try and be a little bit more open or yeah just not stress too much and just believe in the universe is as crazy as that sounds no no it's true though I think we all lose sight of everything else and it's like well this is what we've got to be doing right now and uh and I definitely, yeah, I learned relax. so much from you. Enjoy all the ride. Time. Yeah, exactly. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And we'll speak to you soon. Okay, bye. That was great. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for opening up with us. I really pushed you out of your comfort zone there. But I really felt that I learned a lot. And I hope that everyone else is feeling the same. It's really important for me to feel like I want you to reach out to some of the newer mums out of there. I have so many close friends all in similar positions and being someone with no children, I do forget that it sometimes isn't as easy when you don't have your own time. But I do want to remind everyone that is within our own mindset and our own power that what we fit into our day. And it just means that we need to be organised and ready to work on our mindset and, and prioritise what matters. So one of those things I want to remind you all that does matter has to be yourself. If we don't matter to ourselves, it means that we don't look after our own self and we tend not to be of use to anybody around us. A happy, healthy person is much better to our children, our friends, our family, and in some cases, our staff. Now, today's secret, I thought I would go down a little bit more of a hair-related one, as it was a Linton and Mac special. I believe in so many hair products out there. I'm a bit of a product junkie, and we have amazing brands within our salon. 
I think so many of us forget about our scalp is where the hair stems from and it needs just as much looking after as our hair. And right now, during a stressful world pandemic, a lot of us have got uncertainty and there can be a lot of stress on a lot of us. Our skin and hair could be the first to show signs of any stress and weakness. Now, a good way to de-stress the scalp and keep it healthy would have to be a lovely scalp massage. I think we all think that has to wait until our six to eight weekly appointment in the hair salon, but you can easily do this at home. Just be gentle with your movements and just give it a nice rub, basically. Now, a way that we're gonna elevate that and take it further, I'm gonna introduce you some essential oils. So firstly, I need you to get a carrier oil, such as almond, avocado, coconut, whatever kind of carrier oil you, you would like to use. And you only need to mix in a few drops of eucalyptus, peppermint, and lavender oil. This combination is one of many that can help. I just chose them as I thought they were quite, you know, familiar essential oils that we can easily get our hands on. So the eucalyptus will help promote blood flow to the scalp. The peppermint will stimulate it and then promote more hair growth. And the lavender is very antibacterial and it will also just put a lovely common scent to relax you. Letting these oils work through night, I would suggest the best time to do it is in the evening before bed. The lavender will also help to relax you and put you in a deeper sleep. And yeah, massage it in before bedtime. Just get your essential oils all and your carrier oil all mixed up, ready to go beside your bed and just the night before you shampoo your hair. So it could be every night if that's what you do or it could be every second or third night but just giving it a nice light massage with your kind of combination and letting that relax through the night and then a nice gentle shampoo in the morning. I do think that our we still need products to help with the actual hair but it's our poor scalps that get forgotten about and this would definitely help from scalp down to root and down to tip. Now, thank you again for all your support and amazing feedback. I do share as much as I can over at Sharing Secrets Podcast on Instagram and over on the show notes. You will be able to keep up to date with my guests and my daily secrets over there. And please remember to subscribe and review as this will help me grow. Thank you to Erin for all your great editing work as always and Jay for coming out of your comfort zone to let us in on your secrets. Much love. (laughs) 